Good evening and welcome to Open Air and good afternoon, Jen. Good afternoon, Michael. I have announcements here to kick us off. Okay. Very good. We are often bamboozled into living our lives according to ego's schedule rather than that of our hearts. Our Compassionate Scheduling Workshop Sunday, November 5th, we'll explore ways to create structures that support the human to dance to life's rhythms. The workshop is by donation, and that's this coming Sunday. And, Michael, I just want to say, I mean, really no one should miss that workshop. It's it's an extraordinary process. Ashwini's offered it before. I don't know, you know, what exactly this workshop will entail, but that that process of looking at that, first of all, at least for me, and I think for a lot of people, that's a huge way that suffering happens, that ego can so easily get us. And so bringing that topic into awareness practice is just, it's brilliant. It's such a liberating process. Yes, yes, fabulous. Wonderful. And bring your appetites to our Sangha Cooks Workshop on Sunday, November 12th, where we will gather to cook vegetarian dishes and process the joy of nourishing the body with good food. The workshop is by donation, and proceeds will support the vegetarian meals served daily in Cantalomba. There's another win-win. Another (laughs) win-win-win. Yes, indeed. And for these and other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. And a few reminders for tonight. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Jen, please press star six and then one to make a show and a conversation on one topic, please. And about five minutes is great. And I think we're ready here, Jen. Okay, great. Thanks, Michael. You're welcome. First caller. You are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Laura in Berkeley. Hello. Hey, Laura. Hello. Um, well, I am calling in because I have been uh, struggling with something a little bit, and so <laughs> thought I would call in and get some support around it. Excellent. Yeah. And the the con and I talked about this on the um call on Sunday a little bit, but the the content is that the person I've been dating, um it looks like they're gonna lose their job and they're here on a work visa and so if they don't mm-hmm. find a new job within a certain amount of time, um mm-hmm you know, would potentially need to leave and um so and so I've just uh finding it challenging to stay out of mm. conditional and needing things to go a certain way and fear and mm-hmm. and, yeah. and then of course they're going through their emotional process. Yeah. Yeah. Laura, I missed one one maybe keyword. Did you say struggling to stay out of your head? Oh, I think I, I don't remember exactly what I said, but struggling to stay out, stay out of the conditional, I think is what I said. Got it. Right. Okay, got it. Struggling to stay out of the conditional. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, sort of like I was just saying um, to Michael about the scheduling workshop, you know, that's one of those places where, it just it can get us so easily, can't it? Because it feels I mean, this has a huge impact on your life. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it's really happening. These things are actually taking place in your life. Mm-hmm. And so it's very challenging not to go to the conditional with it. We're so conditioned to go to that conditional mm-hmm. place. Mhm. Yeah, and it feels like such a place where I'm very in touch with not being in control of the situation. Mm. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I would imagine that's that's helpful to see it that clearly, yeah. That that's what's getting that's part of what's getting triggered here is realizing you can't control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think so. Um, yeah. Because, again, we know that intellectually. I mean, we hear it all the time in practice. We even joke about it, right? The illusion of control. You know, it's absurd to think we can control anything. And yet, most of the time, we walk around in our daily lives really with that belief system operating. If Well, if I can just this and that, then I can, you know, th- this that'll go this way and I'll be able to, uh-huh, and, and it's just not true. And so then something like this happens and you're, you really see clearly, wow, this thing that's really a big part of your life is completely out of your control. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And I feel like I've been kind of coming in and out of um, you know finding places of sort of not suffering about it and then going back into suffering about it and yeah and when you're not suffering about it, what's available what are you what are you seeing hmm. I think it's it's the place where oh, well, I, I guess the word that comes up is faith that it, it's going to yeah. be you know whatever mm-hmm. happens yeah for him for me for you know just that place of it's like um, that I was recording about this the other day and it's like no matter you know no matter what happens, like, there's still going to be magic, there's still going to be joy, there's still going to be, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Boy, that's, that feels like such a, um, that's such a grown-up place to get, that process, right, to mm-hmm. realize. It doesn't mean that it's not hard, it doesn't mean that, you know, there aren't all these things about it, but to really get it, that in some way, this is all going to be all right. And what's interesting is that it then takes it from, God, this is a struggle. I keep getting pulled into the conditional to being an opportunity to touch into the unconditional. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you're describing perfectly, beautifully, right? That, you know, in, something's going to happen, Right. In, what, six months' time, he's either going to still be here with a job or he's not going to be here or, but in some way, something will have happened. And in place, as you say, there's still life and there's, you know, you use the word magic and, you know, we could put all kinds of words in there, beauty, compassion, unconditional love. And to realize that, yes. We're, we're trained to feel like our, our lives depend on these particular content things mm-hmm. for all of those processes when in fact it's just not true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can feel emotion coming up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And you know, I yeah, go. please, go ahead, Laura. When you said the unconditional, I was... I flashed back to, I think, a conversation we had about a year and a half ago when I was in, I don't know if you remember this, I was, uh, I went to stay with a friend who was having health issues, and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it, I've been having a very similar feeling, like, this feels like in some way it's, it's triggering some of the mm. same karma for me, of, mm. or, you know, I'm having the same kind of body sensations, and, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as with that... Um, mm-hmm. where the uh, yeah the the conditional feels very compelling I think <laughs> mm-hmm. and what form is it taking this time around yeah I, I think it's one piece of it is you know I, I need him to be here that is what I need for my well-being, you know. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the other piece is that 
um, I need to fix this for him. I need to. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Mm. I need to figure out the right thing to say to make him feel okay about it or to help him figure out how to get a job or whatever, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, boy, there's so, yeah, there's so much in it, isn't it? So it really does go to the place you were describing earlier of real when you're able to touch in, to be here with it, to be present with it, to realize you're going to be okay, he's going to be okay. It truly whatever happens, you know, in the biggest sense. Yeah. You know, not in the sense of we're going to get what we want and, you know, kind of that thing Sherry's been talking about, like, you know, they're the two football teams all, both praying to God. I hope we win. Oh, I hope we win, right? And yeah. And realizing the absurdity of that, right, because that, that's all down there in that conditional. Mm-hmm. But what you're describing is taking that step back. And and it's interesting that you that you're saying that, Laura, because the place I was going to say a minute ago is that, I don't know if this is so for you, but I certainly now I feel like you're describing it, which is for me, often these places can, I mean, I guess it's the thing we talk about where they become a gift mm. because there's places that sort of, I don't know if push is the right word or invite could be another way to frame it. They invite us past those sort of conditional bumps yeah. and really require us to go to that, that place of, Almost a sweetness is one word that keeps coming up for me as you're describing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that it's like part of what's going on, I think, is this story of like I should – struggling like this, I shouldn't be struggling like this. I shouldn't be feeling like this. I shouldn't, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I think that it is true that it it is that little push. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And to me, it's it's the absolute opposite of that. Mm. Wow, this is this is bringing up all of this for me to see and to be with and to, you know, on sort of both sides of it. There's the oh, you know, I I talk often about that. Okay, well, if these buttons are still here to be pushed, mm. then let them be pushed. You know, yeah. there's that side of it, and then there's also the the side of it that you're the sort of beauty in it. You know, because I'm hearing a great deal of love, care, mm-hmm. compassion, mm-hmm. you know, uh, wanting the best for, for all. But yeah. it puts us in touch with all of that, too. So it puts us potentially in touch with a great deal of goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like expansiveness is the word. That mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think right. maybe... Yeah. Go ahead. You think maybe just letting it, you know, take the time it takes. To, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I think that that Anders place from Sherry has been coming up too. Of however I'm feeling, however you know, it's yeah. okay. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Truly, however you're feeling, you know, it's you're going through a big thing. Of course mm. you're going to feel all kinds of ways. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you're, you know, you're doing all the things you know to do, right? You're mm. calling in to, to, look, to look at it and to get support around it. And I'm sure you're recording about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, all the, you know, supporting the person who's going through all this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and very grateful to have that support and be able to share it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, me too. It's it's big because the other thing is, you know, you call in and you talk about this particular content and then we're all sitting here listening and participating, plugging right in with whatever that thing is for us. Hmm. That's mm-hmm, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just, it's so... I don't know, reassuring was the word that came up. It's so reassuring. We're just, we're all doing this together. Mm. We've each got our particular thing that's, you know, 
you know, whatever our invitation is, whatever our content is, whatever our particular thing that brings it all up is. Mm-hmm. And we're walking that process together. Mm-hmm. Uh, encountering and transcending. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Laura. Take good care, and I know you'll keep us posted. All right. All right. Gasho. Thanks for joining us, Laura. And uh, Jen, the power of the unconditional is really um, powerful for me. Yeah. I mean, it's crucial, really. I mean, life-saving often, (laughs) you know? Yes. Yes. And I think that is the gift those circumstances that require us to go to that place where we can't move things around anymore to make it how, quote, I want it to be or I think it should be or, you know, like Laura was saying, it's so obviously out of my control that we're, you know, we're left with the unconditional. Yes, indeed. And uh, like you said, I was indeed plugging in my own content. And uh, to me, that's the power of this practice is that each of us has our own uh, conditioning karma to look at, transcend, and um, with the same process and the love and support that we're given by practice, it it is not doing it alone. So that's it. That's it. Yep. Yep. And we have another call here. Okay. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, it's Ramita in South Carolina. Hey, Ramita. Hello, Jen. Hello, Michael. Yeah, I was doing the same thing, plugging my content in, and uh, a little bit of a different um, languaging, but... Uh, mm-hmm. I got a lot out of the conversation already and uh, feel somewhat more expansive as I look at, um, I guess in the language of the assignment this week, um, well, I've been working with, uh, just one out of my mind, uh, <laughs> um, Intellectual understanding. Okay. Uh Versus versus the unknown of being right here in this moment. Yeah. 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 And and it's, uh, you know, everything, you know, it it seems like intellectual understanding is taking, that, that phrase is encapsulating all of conditioning, all of the schooling, mm. all of the learning, mm. all of the figuring out. Um, mm. And in, in the particular content I'm dealing with, all of my professional training. And mm. mm-hmm. then bringing it right here to the fact that, you know, dealing with um, illness and, you know, sudden illness in my husband, which has turned into a chronic situation. Mm-hmm. And my mother now going on hospice and some changes in my own health. And then that juxtaposition with all of the health intellectual understanding that's Uh, been accumulated. Wow. Oh, that's a big workshop, I bet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, going in and out of, um, you know, know, everything from I'm supposed to know or um, understand. And mm-hmm. and yet there's this, I had a conversation with Ashwini um, earlier in the summer about, you know, being in the unknown, in the present. There are things that are known and yeah. not, well, I'd love to know what you see about that, Jen. I, you know, I'm... I, I can feel myself getting pulled into that intellectual understanding again, or that desire for it, and then uh-huh. this almost the physical pulling myself back into the body, into the sensation uh-huh. to here. That and that feels like a demonstration of it right there, isn't it, Renita? 
Because what that what you just did, I project right there, was that is practice and action. So we we start to know our own process well enough to watch for the cues. Oh, okay, there it is. Those, those familiar sensations, those familiar thoughts, the familiar behavior, right? I'm going to go up here and I'm going to go, and oh, I'm doing it right now. So then you brought yourself back to be here in this conversation, right? So that to me is, a, is an example of what you're describing, right? Letting go that intellectual understanding and being here. And I'll just tell you what dropped in when you were describing it that I saw was, so you have years and years and years of training. So you do. There is a lot of, what word would we call it there? I mean, we've talked before about, um, Ashwini has that great image of parking things in awareness, right? So Hmm. what are you going to do with this piece of information? Well, let's park it in awareness, right? And so if attention is on conditioned mind, (laughs) parking it in awareness is the same thing as we're never going to see, that is never going to see the light of day, that piece of information. But when attention is on awareness, it's completely available when it's applicable. So there you are with this vast, you know, information, experience even we could say, years and years and years of experience in, in healthcare. And then you come to a situation in your own life. And when you're here, I project any information that's relevant to this moment would be available to you. And there might not be any. Maybe you're in a situation with your husband's health thing where you don't have any direct experience of this particular thing yet. You don't know. You know, you haven't learned things about this particular thing yet. So it's brand new. But to me, I certainly see this in my own process. My only shot at having, being available, we could say, to the information that's there, letting life lead, you know, all those things we say is to have the attention here. Mm. Yes, yes, yeah. That's the only that that's the only way that I can be have any hope of not being well. Hope. I, I this is where the trust and the faith comes in. That mm-hmm. there's even when I'm letting go of the quote unquote knowledge, the knowing. Um, mm-hmm. that life has it in awareness and all of this is available to me if and when it's necessary. Even when, exactly. it, if and when it applies. Exactly. Huh. And it is a faith, isn't it? As you just, that, that's really um, great description because as you described it, what I saw was sort of, it requires us to drop that fear base that ego is. Right? Because at least for me, when I'm scrambling around for information, it's because I'm trying to get it right. I'm trying to figure it out. Why? Well, because if I don't, then uh-oh, right? But that yeah. that ever-expanding place is a is a place of being here. I mean, it's kind of what Laura was just talking about. I, you know, I may or may not get the outcome that I feel like I want. But that's not the same as receiving what's best for all, including me. I went there too, Jen, that that the the stumbling block is is getting stuck on a certain outcome and yeah. trying to line up things that exactly. um to work in a certain way and boy does that I I can literally feel the body twisting in knots as that process yeah gets get some momentum and then to yes. pull back and say, nope, you know, this that's that's not the direction that I want to go. Um that that's the part that I have some control over. I can, can I can direct attention. Yes, that is the piece that you can influence. And that's really well put. That's not the direction that I want to go. That's a to me, that's a huge clarity. Because what what the confusion is, at least for me, is, oh, but I really do. I want this outcome or I want it to be this way or I really don't want this bad outcome. 
because then I'm going to feel all these ways that are essentially unsurvivable, and I don't want that, and that's terrible, and right? So now we're really in the world of control, and exactly as you say, all tied up. You can feel it physically, tied up in knots, ugh, I can't stand it. But the liberation of realizing, I don't want that. I want to be here. That's huge. And and it is when I'm when I'm able to um, when I'm in that this clarity, all of these beliefs and assumptions, these karmic patterns, really old stuff yep. is coming to surface to be seen yep. and and yep. embraced and yep. let go when and and again the trust comes if it's here. It must mean I'm, I'm I'm ready for it, and That's right. um, and letting go is is always the the solution, or that you're not going into the intellectual understanding, it's the letting go process, which is such a different. Yeah. Instead of going through this whole library of accumulated knowledge, <clears throat> yeah. Watching what life is showing me, which pieces of it are pertinent, and illuminating these these dark these blind spots that uh, are coming up for healing I guess yeah well and that's it's just so perfect for each of us because it's when you describe that you know so all this these things come up and we each have whatever it is for you you what you're describing is you want to go screaming into the intellectual knowledge of it right ah uh. And it, the, the quote, worse it gets, the more I project that feels real and compelling. Got to go into the intellectual knowledge. So to choose not to do that in this situation is, I mean, that is uh, mastery training, really. Sometimes it takes the form of, you know, like why is that thought coming up now? Why is that memory? You know, I want to understand it. What does it mean that, mm. you know, what what else do I have to do about this or that? Yeah. And yeah. that's all part of the, what I'm leaving behind. That's all part of what ego uses to keep me in its, yep. in, in that yeah. container that it's had me in forever. Right. Right, exactly. Again, how helpful to know to know the specifics of those. Those are now cues instead of to pull you into it. They're cues to bring you out of it, to bring you back here. Attention uh, on awareness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and of course the overall story is, you know, I'm not doing it right, and it should be it should be different, and um, that. You know these these assignments. You know that ever expanding faith and yeah. um, less and less stumbling into that hole. That uh, that that magnet is not pulling me in the way it has yeah. in the past. So mm. that's so helpful. I was looking at that too when you said earlier. You know, here it comes. All these old things coming back around, and to me, that's another place of mastery. When those things come back around, what you described was, oh, okay, There's, this is the next layer for me to see. That's so big instead of going to, oh, my God, this again. How could I not, right? All the things the ego wants to say about that. But instead to, to okay, there's more to see here. I'm ready. You know, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I just, what linked up with that, is um, looking at all of this from a different perspective. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm have a stronger yeah. sense of the clarity in the present moment. I guess greater, greater comfort with the unknown. That yeah. becoming more familiar. It's not quite so unsettling yeah. as the first few times that I've really arrived. And uh, huh. yeah, I trust it well, more. Yeah, that's delightful. Uh, Remy, because what I saw when you said that was, um, I mean, not that, you know, it's this deliberate, but sort of the sense of 
okay, so there's Ramita or whoever, you know, the awareness practitioner, you know, seeing more and more and more and expanding and expanding and sort of the sense of like, oh, oh, this is a perfect time to put this one back in front of her because she's seeing so much. So let's, you know, she's in this whole other place with it. Let's put this one back in front of her because it will be such an amazing screen against which to see it. So instead of it being a mistake, it becomes the perfect thing to have be back in front of you right now. Right, right. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's a truth without the overlay of what conditioning does wants to do to me with it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this mm. has been really, really good, Jen. Um, mm. Well, thanks and, for uh, calling in with that, Ramita. Oh, absolutely my pleasure. Thank you. Fun process. Gotcha. All right. Take good care. So happy. You too. Thanks for joining us, Ramita. And, Jen, we're going to go to our good news update now. Okay, great. Let me bring your guest on. And Jen, I'll turn it over to you for Good News Update. Excellent. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by David, who is here to speak with us about his experience of working with the most recent Musings article. Welcome, David. Thank you, Jen. I'm really excited to be here. Such a great opportunity. But you're having such a wonderful conversation tonight. I, you know, I hate to interrupt it, but I'm glad we're going to talk about the Musings newsletter. Well, and I don't know about you, David, but I'm not sure it will be an interruption. I, I think it might just be a deepening of the discussion. <laughs> I, I, I echo that sentiment. It's really, um, you know, this last newsletter, we have these experiences in life. I have them where sometimes the offerings from practice are, you know, oh, my gosh, it's so exciting. It's so wonderful. And other times they're like, hmm, I don't really get this. Uh, although... I've learned over the years with practice to not judge either one of them and just see where where this where that takes me. But this last mm-hmm. newsletter was one of those that just like I had to look around and see um, did they plant a microphone in my room somewhere? How do they know? <laughs> uh, how you know? How do they know this about me? Uh, because yeah. it, it resonated yeah. so deeply and. You know, I think that's uh, part of the conversation that you're having tonight um, uh, is that we're all having the same experience, which just yeah. speaks to the fact that we're really not separate. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just going to briefly jump over away from the newsletter, but as you were talking to the last caller, I realized we all have our own experience, but it's one thing for me to hear about the experiences or the insight that someone else in Sangha has, and those can be really meaningful but mm-hmm. it affects me so much more deeply when I have those experiences or the insight personally. And I think that's one of the mm-hmm. great things about practice is um, mm-hmm. just the opportunity to hear how other people are experiencing and then have my own experience of it and, you know, just yeah. really let that echo and, and, and grow. Yeah. But, yeah, but this last, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just completely agreeing with you. Yep. Please. Yeah. Continue. Well, this last newsletter in particular, Musings newsletter, um, it's really been an important karmic story for me. Um, uh, The story of Mary and Martha, which is, you know, I come from a Christian background. I've never really understood that story. It's always been a painful one for me uh, because Mm -hmm. it was, in my opinion, a right way to be and a wrong way to be. And... I identified with Martha, and I never understood the response um, mm. that was given by Jesus. That, uh, But this newsletter really cast a new light on it. Um, for me, first of all, let me just say, I had been working with this story for a number of years. I really oh. love to entertain people. I, I love to make big, complicated meals, and this is my mm. way of expressing love. Um, mm. And I recognize for a long time I go overboard, and then ego wants mm. me to ego wants me to get upset because other people are not participating mm. or contributing. And through mm. practice, I've learned to say, 
this is what this is what I want to do, and ego's just trying to make yep. this something not fun anymore. And but okay. it's what I want to do, and I don't need anybody else to participate with the preparation. Right. But what this newsletter pointed out was that whether I'm at the feet of Jesus, whether I'm sitting and listening in quiet solitude, or I'm being active, the important piece is I can still be present in both of those situations. And that was really, wow, that was such a terrific insight. And I was so appreciative to hear that. Yeah, I mean, truly, truly life-changing, right? Because first of all, Every, everything about what you're saying, David, is so practiced, right? That, so essentially you've been holding this story as a colon, right? A mm-hmm. sort of, yes. right? An unsolved, yes. uh, what are they pointing at? What? I don't, right? And in your own life, having a very similar content example even. And so working with it, working with it, working with it, along comes the Musings article, and it sort of just blows the whole thing wide open as Zen is so want to do. I mean, that was one of the beautiful things in the article was the Zen response might be something along the lines of, you know, there's Jesus, you know, everyone's at the feet of Jesus. I mean, who could blame them, right? I mean, there's Jesus, right? But meanwhile, we also do have to eat. So Jesus says, well, how about we all go and cook? And then we'll all come down, (laughs) we'll all sit down and, and have group, right? And so it's we can we don't have to make those dualistic choices we can be here in the present with all of it wow i didn't think you could take it to another level jen but but pointing out that that is such a cohen i hadn't really thought of it in those terms but yes you're absolutely right and you say we would all want to sit at the feet of jesus i'll have to think about that I think hmm. I would be uncomfortable sitting there, quite honestly. I, I would I prefer well, to be that's, busy in yes. the background. So I need to yes. take a look at why couldn't that be an okay place for me to be, you know? Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a fabulous nuance. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, and that's, that's another big clue for us that something's going on, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I just love to, I love to cook for people. I love to, okay, that's great. And this time, how about you don't? How about you sit down and receive? And it's like, well, I can barely stand it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let me do something. Come on, let me help. Something I mean, I can't, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't do it, right? It's just, mm-hmm. oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And and the process of it, David. Again, of that. The first of all, I love the musings articles because they just mm-hmm. feel like they model. I mean, exactly what we're describing in this conversation. That deep place of looking, looking, mm-hmm. looking. Kind of that. I always picture that. What? What? Right. We get the scent of there's something here. There's something here. I'm not sure what it is. And just the that being willing to look at it so deeply over whatever period of time. And then this beautiful article is written about it and invites mm-hmm. us into that same process that you're now mm-hmm. speaking about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's another fabulous, fabulous uh, practice opportunity, another way that we can end yeah. suffering. And there are just so, so many of them in this practice. And as so many are, I'm so grateful for that. I mean, one could be a full-time monk with the monastery from the comfort of their own home if one uh, wanted to participate in all the offerings that Sangha provides. So thank you for all of that. Truly, truly, truly. yes. Yeah, well, thank you, David. Um, because again, it truly is. People, I mean, it's exactly what you said a few minutes ago. We get to hear each other and get completely inspired and have insights from each other and there's no substitute for doing the work ourselves, for having the firsthand experience. Yes. Because that's, that's what you're speaking from. That's what, mm-hmm. how you're able to articulate what you're articulating today is because you've had your own experience of it. That's right. That's why it resonates. True. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Jen, could I ask you a question? Um, I've been getting using <laughs> newsletter for a long time, but I don't remember uh-huh. if I signed up for it. So could you remind Sangha, you know, or did it just did it just come automatically? I believe 
I believe that the musings, that's a great question, David. Thank you for that. I believe that the musings article comes out to everyone who is on our mailing list. Okay. okay. So anyone who is not on our mailing list can go to the livingcompassion.org website and sign up for the mailing list. And you can also, on the uh, Living Compassion website, when you get to livingcompassion.org, you see a beautiful eight-spoke wheel. And mm-hmm. one of the little pieces there is what's new. If you click on that, the Musings article is one of the um, things on the What's New page. And if you wanted to just keep hitting next, 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 you could read every Musings article ever written. And I'm pretty sure there's an encouragement at some point that, that those articles would make an incredible book. So mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe that's, our, that's in our future. If I could just put in one plug for the new, you know, for the website, it, you know, every time I go yeah. there, it's like opening a treasure box and finding something else that, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know this was there. Oh, I didn't know that was there. There's so much wisdom and support there. So encouragement to visit that place often. You know, that's really fun, David, because it's really true. The website itself is an enormous tool. So. I just pictured, you know, there I am, you know, like we've been talking about all um, show. I feel those, uh-oh, I'm getting pulled off. <laughs> Ego's getting the upper hand. Let me just hop on livingcompassion.org and see if I can find something I haven't seen before. What a what a beautiful way to practice with that, with redirecting the attention. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for participating you, with us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Blessings, Gasho. All right, Gasho. And we'll turn it back over to you, Michael. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen. And thank you, David. And uh, what an inspiring conversation, Jen. It was fabulous. It really, I mean, truly, those articles, I don't have to tell you, they're unbelievable. And that last one really was, I read it again this afternoon, knowing we were going to have a chance to talk about it. And it's like, every part of it is like, oh, yeah, yes, yes. Oh, God. And that and this. And you know what? Mm -hmm. That relates to it just sees so much in it. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. And Jen, we have another call here. Okay, great. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hello. This is Pasha from San Francisco. Hey, Pasha. Hi. Uh, I'm so happy uh, to be on a call, and it's a perfect timing. Um, Always is, isn't it? Yes, yes. Uh, And um, I'm um, also uh, kind of celebrating keeping my commitments, you know, to practice, participating in the programs, and even the open uh, air. I, you know, found a way how to kind of make it work with, you know, our family and uh, work and life, um, you know, make it all, um, you know, work out somehow. You know, that, that right there is is huge, isn't it, Pasha? Looking to mm-hmm. see how I can make it work. So instead of, because ego is going to have a million, quote, good reasons why you can't fit that in your schedule or you can't do it, this won't work or that won't work, and being open to that place of, well, it's it's actually really important to me. And so how can it work? Yeah, yeah. And and what helps is that um, it's that Pasha who is making commitments and planning, you know, and now I am uh, benefiting uh, from, from, you know, like putting this on a schedule and asking mm-hmm. and, um, you know, seeing mm-hmm. how, you know, what what works. So not every program I can participate uh, every day, but a right. lot of times it, um, mm-hmm. it works out. And yeah. uh, it's almost like it, it, it wasn't me who made this, you know. It, it's, uh, exactly. Yeah. Don't you love that? <laughs> it's, yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a receiving beneficiary of it, and I really appreciate mm-hmm. all uh, practice offerings, uh, and I'm trying to take um, advantage of um, as many as I can 
can, yeah. And if I'm following what you're saying, mm-hmm. Sasha, mm-hmm. really appreciating all the practice that's offered by practice and all the things that are set up to support us, and also really appreciating the practitioner who's taking these great lengths to make sure that Pasha can practice. And then suddenly, here we are on Tuesday afternoon, and oh, this schedule's been cleared for you, so you get to be on open air, because this this guy is really taking care of you. He's really looking out for your practice. Yes, yes, Uh, and it it does feel like uh, you know, sometimes I get like pulled, oh, there's a call, or there's this happening. I was in the middle of something. I was identified with, you know, whatever mm-hmm. story was at the moment. And mm-hmm. <laughs> as if somebody else pulls me out of that, oh, no, no, this is mm-hmm. the important yeah. reminder. And once yeah. I have, uh, you know, a few minutes to disidentify, I'm like, oh, thank you so much for mm-hmm. getting me out of... Um, that um, place I've I've didn't see how I slid into. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We truly become grateful for everything that brings us back. Yeah. Yes, and uh, another thing uh, happening uh, this week is uh, you know that Pasha who makes commitments and wants to do uh, some behavior change. Um, and I'm following that commitment on a behavior change. And um, today I felt, uh, and also a little bit yesterday, like, oh, I'm not seeing this like I'm feeling bad, but not uh, as uh, as a story. Uh, I'm feeling mm-hmm. bad as like feeling, feeling bad. <laughs> uh-huh. Say more. Yeah. It's um, and and nothing bad is going on. Um, ah, it just okay. I stop I stop I stop doing the behavior um, uh, kind of like uh, conditioning uh, wants me uh, to do, and uh-huh. um, and now it's um, it's like it has like some button you know like oh let me press you know feeling bad button, boom uh-huh. and I, I I and I missed. The, the story uh, step, and I'm already in a feeling bad oh. step. Got it. And are you saying, Pasha, that it's, so there you are, you've made this behavior change, and you're, it sounds like you're sticking yeah. with it. And yeah. so this, there wasn't a story there, but you went straight to realizing, wow, I'm, I'm feeling bad. Like the feeling bad button just got pushed. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. and and, uh, and uh, we're in the middle of a good day, you know. Everything is good, yeah. and I'm like, oh wow, I'm really seeing that nothing bad is going on, but yeah. I am able to see that the button was pushed. Yeah, that's that's one of those mistakes on ego's part, don't you think? Like that was not <laughs> a good idea, ego. <laughs> Because you're paying attention, there's nothing mm-hmm. in the, you know, normally it would push that feeling bad button and then find something to attach it to, right? I mean, oh, because you, yeah. that means the yeah. way you were to the clerk in the store or, or because you did the behavior, right? Whatever this behavior yeah. that you're not, right? Mm-hmm. But it pushed that button and there's no context to pin it on and you're paying attention. So it's instead all it's doing is highlighting the button, which is so helpful. Yes, yes, and, and what? Uh, and I sit down to uh, meditate, like um, like an hour ago, and uh, that practitioner or somebody came, you know, that that one who like signing up for retreats and uh, let's take advantage of every opportunity. You know, he came with excitement of like, okay. Let's see, like, what's going on here? And mm. I, I was, um, I was like, I don't know, for a few minutes, I was so present in in mm. the meditation <laughs> mm. that uh, it felt like um, 
I don't know. I, it, it's just like every every sensation, every uh, sense, every light and smell came in uh, mm. in that in that place where mm. um, that um, um, excited uh, practitioner came to be and see. Where is that? Mm. Uh, where is that? You feeling bad? <laughs> and uh, and of course, in that moment, I'm not feeling mad. Of course not. Because you're completely here and feeling bad doesn't live here. Yeah. Boy, yeah. it's so helpful to have experiences like that, that crystal clear presence. You've got that experience. You know what that feels like. That's, it's such a, oh, it's so helpful. Yes, and, 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 and uh, what I've uh, left with that excitement, okay, let's do the next behavior. Let's uh, you know, bring it up that yeah. uh, next step in practice uh, yeah. because, because that feeling of uh, being present. And it feels like the mentor is on call. It comes in to, um, you know, to support me as I am um, struck with that um, feeling bad situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you fostered that that relationship. I mean, really, you've built that skill, right? So, I mean, that's, we could say that's what's bringing you back, right? As you were talking about earlier, you, you trail off, you know, you're off somewhere, you forget about a call, you, and then there's that tap on the shoulder to remind you. Yes, and, and one uh, last uh, word about recording and listening. <laughs> you know, the, what's, what's happening is over time, um, recording uh, kind of build up, uh, and now there are so many of them. Uh, and what's happening now is like listening to some of them. There, there are so many and so like uh, on the shuffle that mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's like rediscovering. It's like oh mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's uh, that's a, mm-hmm. a dear human, uh, you know. And and sometimes uh, uh, talks about the issues that I no longer uh, struggle with, but mm-hmm. uh, that relationship and understanding uh, how it was. It's um, it's refreshing that relationship. Yeah. It's refreshing. Yeah. Say that again. Oh, re- refreshing. It, yes, yes. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yes, yes, exactly. Right. It's so, it, and, it's, and it deepens. Yeah. Go ahead, Pasha. Uh, no, no, so sorry, you, you finished. Well, I was just going to reflect. Just It deepens all mm-hmm. the things you're describing, right? It reminds us, first of all, of many of the things we don't struggle with anymore. It reminds mm-hmm. us of the you know, the, the, all of the things, the goodness, the sincerity of the person who's practicing, it reminds us of, you know, a lot of times for me, insights of, right, oh, right, <laughs> boy, she's really got a good point. In your case, he's, he's really got a good point. So it refreshes all of that, yeah. Yeah, in, in some recordings bring up the situations, uh, like I, I, you know, have recordings, like I'm standing near the fountain uh, during New Year retreat in the courtyard and, in the water and the background, um, and I'm right there. I'm right there by that fountain, yeah. and I remember uh, how I was there. And yeah. and sometimes uh, there are like little silly recordings. You know, I'm, I, I met um, a frog one time by the pond um, in the monastery, and I'm like, uh, I'm just like, oh, I just want to like capture this frog. It, it's so little it's like uh shining and, and has this mm. um mist kind of like um colors that are so yeah. um magical and i'm describing this and and like and i i i i heard this and I'm like oh i don't remember like how i was at that moment but it was so interesting to hear about that experience yeah. so, so some experiences brings uh, me right there and some experiences um, I, I, I just, uh, interesting, interesting to hear, uh, yeah. uh, about, um, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, 
I went right there with the frog, right as you were describing it, Pasha. Mm. I was right back mm. there with mm. the little frog. <laughs> Tiny, yeah. like the brown iridescent, like tan with little yes. white backs that the, they sit on the lily pads. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm right there. Yeah, and the green and the brown and, uh, yeah, like <laughs> the different colors. Uh, yeah. and, 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 and the patterns um, are amazing. And uh, some of them are not scared, and, and you can sit with them for a long time uh, yeah. as if they uh, let you uh, be with them. And, and it's, uh, it's precious uh, moments. Or it is. another, yeah. another rec- recording uh, of, like, my son was a baby, and he's just like, he's just like, you know, singing a little song to himself. And I'm like, oh, can I, uh, like, yeah. record this? And now it's, like, so heartwarming to yeah. hear. Uh, I, I played, you know, for my family, and everyone uh, rejoiced uh, hearing that. So that's, um, there's so many uh, benefits uh, of uh, recording and listening. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you so much for that, Pasha. Thank you. Keep Gasho. Gasho to you. Thanks for joining us, Pasha. And Jen, we are at uh, four minutes to the hour here. Uh, Do you want to take another caller or shall we call tonight? Um, Well, four minutes. Shall we take a, see, see if we can have a short conversation? All right. Here we go. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Bree in San Francisco. Hey, Bree. Hi. Um, yeah, it's been very interesting listening tonight because um, as I was sitting in a beautiful place outside physically, I well, I was suddenly aware that... How to describe it? Um, maybe to say I, I wasn't attached means I was attached, but my, you know, I, I just let everything go. I, I was not thinking mm. about what I was going to say because there are some mm. things I did want to talk about, and mm-hmm. I, I just suddenly was in that presence. I guess that's a good way to say it. I was in the experience mm. of mm. just letting myself be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I remember it was so interesting to me tonight because things kept changing. You know, what people were, t- when someone would, whatever someone was talking about tended to then click off something else in me. Mm. And, um, see, there was just something I then just lost that I was going to say when I said, well, just in the yeah. beginning, but. <laughs> I went right there with you, Brie, and the yeah. thing that's so beautiful about it, and it, it's so, it's really so perfect, right? Because then it could be like, oh, my gosh, I have 10 million things to say, and we have two minutes left on the call. So what, but the process that you're describing is the is the whole thing, mm-hmm. which is kind of what we were talking about with Ramita, mm-hmm. right? Where when we're here, we don't yeah. need to look at anything. We don't need to remember what that thing was that was going to be so compelling right. to say or the bring the this in or the that. We can just be here and enjoy these two minutes. Well, and there, there's just nothing like being here, the feeling, the experience of Amen. it. And we, you know, I guess we're all going to have that for ourselves, but I, yeah. I just have that experience. I'm, yeah. home, I'm, I'm back home now. I mean, I was driving. There was a lot of long conversations and I was aware that one thing that was great that I recalled as the good news was talking, uh, there's a poster I'm going to have made that says, let life give me what it wants to give me. Mm. And it has a lot of meaning for me, Jen, because there's just this very open feeling about it for me of allowing and that there is this larger thing called life that really does have things it wants to give me. And if I can be... What's that? 
showering us all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think probably so. I'm not, I'm not in that all the time, but I just, that phrase came to me a couple of weeks ago, and I've kind of forgotten about having that poster made, and I, I was reminded, and that's kind of coming back around to what I was saying in, at, at the start here. Somehow mm-hmm. I was in a, oh, I, I, I left my mind in all the, the machination and I just was in an open space so things were coming to me yeah so things mm. were allowed to come come yeah. in yeah <laughs> it's really really nice so, well I think yeah singing the praises of presence is the absolutely mm-hmm. perfect way to end mm-hmm. the show thank yeah. you for that yeah <laughs> okay yeah. take All right, care Bert. bye <laughs> thanks Bree right. okay Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Bree and Jen. That was indeed the perfect way to end this show. So the thing, like, if I could just remember that one thing, then I'll, then what? Then I'll have the experience <laughs> of the weight of presence. <laughs> of joy of yeah. this moment. Of joy of this moment, yes. So let's cut out the... The middle person, I think. <laughs> Got out the middle that's, person, exactly. That's the direct experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what is, direct experience. That's right. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, everyone. And go happy. Go happy.